0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Best Practice TV. In this episode of Talking Business, I'm sitting with Keith Phillips. He's stopped by for a great chat to talk about all things being CEO of Apple in the UK and his latest venture which we're talking about which is potentially life beyond spreadsheets. Stay tuned. great to be here. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Mm. So we've got a great audience. We've got uh, lots of people who watch uh, what we do here at Best Practice on and Shelley, um, lots of people that watch what we do here on LinkedIn, um, lots of people who um, watch what we do here on YouTube and Facebook, um, their systems managers, their process managers and those sorts of things, which of course you would have been familiar with in some of your roles. So maybe you'd like to tell our audience a little bit about who you are and where you've been and what you've done, and and then we're going to interject with some questions.
1: Ah, well, I guess I had a birthday party, a significant one, and uh, all my friends arrived with adventure books, you know, hiking or skiing or kayaking. So uh, primarily I've been an adventurer, and, and, and that's reflected itself in what I've done in business as well on, on that sort of front. had a fabulous journey in international product development and marketing that ended up in a journey in the digital space, and that, that's been some of the most exciting uh, parts of, 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 of my life. Uh, that have been through, through, through that, and um, it's still happening. We have, we've only just begun, if you like, and I can't, I can't wait. It's, the, the company that, um, that that you run is is an example of, of that, um, and I've been spending quite a bit of time in that assessment industry, you know, analysing and what it's about because I think the whole area of best practice and quality improvement and assessment is actually going to move into a disruptive phase based on digital technology. As accountancy has, as has a lot of the other professional yeah. organisations. But it's hard to find mm-hmm. companies that really get it, and you yep. guys are on the leading edge. But we'll come to that, you know, yep. and, and I'll tell you why, you know, at the, at the early stage. But um, yep. I guess the, my journey, I, I did a business degree, you know, um, a business degree where we were taught to dissect in the Harvard-Stanford way companies, you know, mm-hmm. their functionality, capabilities, vision, performance, etc. you know, what makes yep. a great company, you know, yep. case studies and all that sort of stuff, all done manually dissecting yep. these companies. So that was my business degree and started off with Unilever and couldn't, uh, um, couldn't understand why they wouldn't make me a managing director in, 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 in the first couple of years because I was theoretically one, but <laughs> massively yeah, yeah, short on experience yeah, yeah. and yeah. capability. So I was, I was prey to another company, and, and Gillette then picked me off. And I started. This was in South Africa, by the way. I grew up in, 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 in the wilds of Africa, yeah. having adventures there. But uh, yeah. so then um, they um, uh, picked me off, if you like. I, I joined Gillette. Eventually, was transferred to, to London to head up the international marketing division, where, where I was doing. Um, a p- new product development amongst other things for Africa, Middle East and Eastern Europe. You know, We were doing things like um, hair lightness for people with dark skin and, uh, and hair darkness for people with light skin hair straighteners for people with curly hair and hair yep. curly yep. For people with straight <laughs> hair yeah. and yep. and strangely enough other things like um, hair removal products for um, uh, for certain uh, female ethnic groups who were pretty hairy and wanted to be yep. hairless. You yep. Know, yep. Gillette yep. being in the hair yep. removal business. So yep. I became world famous using ripping and depilation stuff. Yeah. I got a lot of hair, so that yeah. <laughs> worked well. In the process of doing all of this, um, yeah. I, I did have a lot of hair. You yeah. know, some of it's kind of anyway. The process of doing all of this, um, I really needed a an engine to to communicate with these various ethnic groups. So I needed a I needed PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hadn't been invented quite then, yeah. uh, but. Um, and I found the um, the early uh, Apple product, the Lisa, you know, which is um, which is a graphics engine, big big thing that looks like this, the Lisa. And I became I became increasingly infatuated with this this other adventure, the um, you know, the digital adventure, the, the Apple computer brand, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 the product itself. So I eventually um, joined Apple as the um, as the marketing director for Apple in the United Kingdom. This is where where this all played out. Uh, I launched the that fabulous of the Apple 128K uh, floppy disk drive Macintosh yep. in, in, in the UK. Yeah. Yep. At that time, we had um, a situation where the other fruits, that they'd been watching what was happening in the United States, you know, uh, some clever people figured out that um, that fruits and computers were in, so they had acorn and apricot, if you like, and, and, and we were being eaten up, so we came from that particular position. We repositioned, uh, did an analysis of what Apple was doing, what was different, so we repositioned the whole company. Around around desktop publishing, that whole graphics engine, the, the collapse of, uh, of Fleet Street into digital press and all that sort of stuff was part of that era. And we shot through the ranks like, like you wouldn't. It was one of the most exciting things on uh, um, my life. The sort of things we we then did was um, was we were assembling people from around the world to building a company as fast as, as we could. And um, in order to start to fuse those people together, uh, we had to provide a vision that they can coalesce against, if you like, but also um, activities against which they can exercise that. So we started doing uh, a team building thing. And I think the one of the most powerful one was um, uh, we climbed Mont Blanc as a, as a team building event. Mm-hmm. The, the premier mountain climber at the time, a chap called Chris Bonnington, um, uh, uh, we were sponsoring him to climb Everest using our machines because it's all a logistics thing to get mm-hmm. Sherpas and things up hills and mm-hmm. computers are great metaphors uh, uses mm-hmm. in that space. So we, we asked him, hey, take us up Mont Blanc, you know, highest mountain in, in, in Europe. Um, and so 16 of us, um, we were also trying to hide some profits, but we were doing so well. <laughs> so 16 of us went, went powering up uh, Mont Blanc. We actually had a number of other concepts about it, but we wanted a concept which represents a pinnacle, a peak, something yeah. we were trying to climb together as a team, if you yeah. like, an ambition, a vision on, on, on that whole thing. And uh, which I think is very important for any, any company as you go, go forward to actually unify the people around that, um, and, and we'll talk about that as we go forward. You can make very high speed individual decisions as a company as long as you know where you're, gonna, where you're going yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and so anyway, this was the metaphor for that whole exercise of different people making smart people, making you know, high speed decisions. and, and, and uh, so we climbed eleven of us, got to the top, which is wonderful and uh, we, we survived and was great. Uh, and, and we became um, company of the year in apple We're the fastest growing company. The period of time, we shot past the apples and the the acorns, if you like, and, and we still had a knock over over the big business machines like IBM yep, and so yep. on um, on that yep. sort of basis. And that that was the next challenge. So because I, I became managing director of Apple Computers, and uh, that was unfortunately uh, because it was such good fun there, they, they 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 shifted me across to the United States to fix uh, <laughs> fix things the Americans couldn't fix <laughs> yep. at that time. You know, so Apple was going through one of its down downturn periods there. Yep, yep. They really wanted me to focus on how to how to use Apple computers to ch- how to crack the business environment, which they were still struggling with. You know, the, the power base of of um, of the um, of the IT community was holding on to control onto mainframes and uh, and, and, and mini centric uh, technologies, and mm-hmm. Apple was coming in and disrupting that whole thing. Yeah. And they were they were defeating us at that that time. So, but so anyway, I assembled a, uh, well, we had a team of, of of people that were smarter than me, Stanford Harvard graduates that did various things. And, um, and that was a really difficult difficult period of time. So during that whole time, that transition time, I went through that Apple uh, program that, that went out there. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest lessons I learned in terms of business from that is going back to this whole thing. If you have a if, if you have a powerful vision of where you want to go and it's well articulated you can you can suffer any kinds of trauma as you move forward on that mm-hmm. um, another way to describe it is you know a philosopher said um, a philosopher said that if you get three things aligned in your life you'll be you'll be happy and a business is much like that he said the one is um, to have something to get up in the morning for and that, that's that's about purpose understanding what the meaning of your life is and it's not a meaningful I build boats. It's not that. It's kind of like I deliver weekend pleasure to people or something like that. It's about people and, and humanity um, mm-hmm. on that, that sort of thing. It's about what you do, why you exist, you know. The other one is something to look forward to, and that's about vision. You know, we want to achieve this at a particular point in time, and you sort of move towards that. And the third one is is um, someone to love. It's not about being loved, and the someone to love is about a passion, you know, passion for what you do. So if you can align those three things in a business. You know, a vision, understanding what you're about, and a love of what you're doing. Um, you're unstoppable. You know, it provides you that energy. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the biggest manifestation of that was um, was Steve Jobs himself. You know, um, he absolutely – and he was driven by some some unusual forces like the rejection of uh, – by his parents and mm-hmm. that, that sort of mm-hmm. stuff, which gave us enormous drive and chip on his shoulder. But he absolutely had a passion for changing – the, the world for people. It was actually uh, providing them with the power of computing te- technology. He wanted to do that. He wanted to be. He wanted to be loved in doing that. And that was, you know, looking for that that kind of thing. But he absolutely was passionate about that technology. Uh, one of the most outstanding things we did in the um, in the Apple days. And I participated in this, but I can't claim to mm-hmm. to you know to be the was was pulled together something uh, and and please have a look at this Google Knowledge Navigator, Apple's Knowledge Navigator. If you haven't done that before, it, it's it's one of the um, iconic um, yeah. things in in in, in the uh, mm-hmm. the industry. And the objective there was how do you get 3,000 developers to walk in a straight line to the future, and how do you crack 30 different technology um, uh, uh, challenges, if you like, in as fast a time as possible. Um, and they reckon it would take 20 years to crack crack these 30 technologies and integrate them to produce the future of computing. So this knowledge navigator is about the future of computing. It was 1987, so you see how far I go back. Mm-hmm. But the um, uh, and and it was um, it was. Um, um, designed to be in the year of 2012 or something like that so it's pretty pretty uh, pretty common there and it was designed to give the software developer and other technologists a view of where to go you know and, and what to move so every decision they make they walk in a straight line towards that and it um, it's, it's a very powerful piece it actually has um, a version of the iPad in it it has the Siri you know uh, 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 language uh, in it uh, and that was that was the year it, uh, 1987 the internet didn't have a graphic user interface in front of it. They reckon they cracked just about all of those technologies in 10 years, apart from the one which is the most difficult, and that is speech recognition. Mm-hmm. Speech recognition, we, we're, we're extraordinarily good as humans to, uh, at, at, at actually understanding and picking out speech, different accents, cadences, um, background noise, all that sort of stuff we filter out and do that. that. That we've been struggling with. It's now getting pretty good. Pretty damn good. The uh, And it's in the iPhone. The, the the actual miniaturisation and texting actually wasn't predicted. You know, I famously once said that um, that uh, texting it'll never go. It's a retard technology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it, basically everything was going towards multimedia interactivity, and we yep. sort of sort of examined the head and how it worked, and the human, the greatest neuron connections between the eye and the brain was the eye, if you like, sort of network connections, and the second was your hands, so everything, and audio. We we audio visual receptive devices, pattern recognition, and all that sort of stuff texting no wouldn't work no but no. the, the desire for humans to communicate for nothing seems to overcome all other obstacles which is Absolutely. quite interesting so that goes to this interconnectivity of data and that mm-hmm. comes right back to uh, to where we are you know today um, on that front so that's the you know the Apple story was interesting I've actually worked with jobs himself who I can say was was one of the biggest arseholes I've ever come across He uh, he was incurable insufferable and difficult but I've i've got an enormous amount of respect for him uh, mm-hmm. because he had this passion this drive and he would overcome everything uh, and and is the reason why three different industries have have changed in one of the shortest periods of time it's it's a most remarkable you know achievement that and you've just got to admire that guy uh, you know overcoming his own failings to, yeah. to do it so. so if you guys think you've got failings you know boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have got passion aligned with purpose yeah. aligned with um, with, with a vision of of where, you, where you want to go, and you keep butting your head. You've got to make sure you're right. You know that's one of the things. You, you could actually, yeah, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if 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 you if you what you're doing is wrong, fundamentally wrong, like um, mm. like I don't know, te- getting against texting or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you, yeah. You've got to, uh, otherwise, you, you you arrive at a point of failure quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's also better to arrive at failure quicker, okay. as, we, as we've understand, so you can learn from that, pick yourself up, and, and keep on uh, yeah. uh, going in, a,
0: in in whatever direction uh, you do then. Yeah. So um, so moving on to the sort of i think what is a very interesting stage in your career tell me about getting tapped on the shoulder and and someone buying your business
1: oh okay so
0: so what what i
1: did then um, <coughs> through the thread just as one thing living in in, in africa that's my origins we, we needed to find a place to live where the natives were friendly and they they played mm-hmm. cricket and rugby you know we mm-hmm. said um, apple's going through a grubby period in silicon valley there i was firing people smarter than me and i was too expensive so i said i'm out of here Well, they said i've oh, you know, we, we agreed that. So, luckily, I had a contract in which Apple would settle me in the in the country of um, uh, uh, of choice mm-hmm. because I I didn't have any origin. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so. Australia, New Zealand, you know. I guess after Silicon Valley burnout, New Zealand was a really nice uh, place to mm-hmm. to, to
0: head up. place. Yeah, New Zealand. If you haven't been there, check it out.
1: Yeah, no, no. Yep. but don't all come at once because it's already full. And, and, <laughs> 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 and we don't want too many There, the um, so so I came to, to New Zealand, headed up one of the telcos for a period of time. Sort of cultural um, a cultural smash there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's good good landing pad. But but really got into the uh, developing new companies. Uh, Bought a um, a graphics company. Um, uh, only 50% went into partnership with a with a with a Jobs-like sort of person, a great creative, passionate young guy who understood where where um, where graphics and interactive technology was going. And we took this company and um, uh, we put in you know some capital into into it. Um, and it was the first interactive multimedia company, the web case company. I don't know about Australia, but. Certainly, in in New Zealand, it was you know outstanding. We started winning awards back in America, which was quite surprising to us for interactive learning products on dinosaurs or space or whales or um, various. You know, it was mostly business focused, but there were some of those those kind of things on that sort of basis and business focused. And um, the um, the Murdoch operation, news media, uh, discovered us. We, we incidentally, we had our first conference with Steve, uh, not Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, because he was available uh, yep. as as a as a keynote speaker interactive 94 so we can't back exactly yeah. <laughs> yep. interactive 94 so so we we um, we started um, moving down that track and was quite visible and doing well and um, and news media came along and they tapped us something they, they were they had decided or decided that the way to uh, ensure themselves against this digital future that they didn't understand at all was to buy it so they made us an offer you know we, we, we couldn't refuse it was in fact Rupert and, and Lachlan themselves who used to come over and, you know, have a look at this technology and, and, and see what it was about. It was their first or very early forays in actually looking at, at all of this sort of stuff. And um, they, um, the, it, was, it was Rupert himself. It's, it, incidentally, the, uh, the, he always used to come in in his own private jet, so nobody could actually take photos. of He was media shy, being a media guy. He knew how to, how to escape them. But for some reason they hijacked our company and, and Television One News was waiting outside the door with their cameras. And so they took a picture of me shaking hands with, with, uh, with Rupert and, and Lachlan saying goodbye yeah. to them. And it was the only coverage that um, news one had. So every time he sold an airline or, or a multimedia company, there I was shaking his hand, <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is quite funny. But we, and it, it's interesting how, how these, these digital media really needs to be looked at in perspective. And we're starting to, to, f- to, to understand it, too, because there you had some enormous brains understanding the media thing and they, they bought our company we started to propose things like um, like um, um, electronic class digital classified ads interactive classified ads which is which which Better is ads. yeah it's trade uh, trade me or ebay or craigslist or whatever you know that, that's what we were talking about those hadn't been invented yet and we were starting to say that what you should do because they're a big newspaper empire down there what you should do is actually uh, get into this kind of thing so um, uh they looked at the, the profitability was 80% in classified ads. So you know, oh God, how do we how do we control this? So they're a very clever thing. They actually um, they, they stalled us, <laughs> sold their newspaper empire to Fairfax, who then built bought TradeMe for so 750 million dollars somewhere down the track and that sort of thing. So anyway, having having a perspective, they, they were they were smart in that they knew what they didn't know and, and, and stuck to the thing that they did know. So selling newspapers and reinvesting it into into Fox, uh, you know, television and that sort of thing was was, was quite a quite a thing. And They've been looking at this for some time, so I guess the learning on that is there's a number of things like that. Timing is everything. We were too early, and we've been too early a number of times. It actually takes a lot longer to ingest and get these technologies out there and get the change Mm -hmm. change happen. And the second thing is don't you know don't be afraid to figure out where you are in the timing spectrum, what you're good at, and what you're not, Mm -hmm. and make corrective and adjustive you know action in the in in, in the whole thing because obviously very very successful and astute. A bunch of people. I don't think that they necessarily missed it. We could have built <laughs> trade me for a lot less yep. than yep. was paid eventually. But uh, you know that pans out, and to them, it's a, it's um, it's a possibly a good a good play on that
0: date. So having done that, here we are. Space. Here we are. So Would so I guess the you, yeah. segue now is you know we're mm-hmm. talking about best practice, and we're talking about the assessment industry, um, and we're talking about all of you guys out there in the marketplace who have got hundreds of thousands of spreadsheets, and um, and so now we can, we can get to you know, what today looks like for you and from a day-to-day basis and what got us chatting, which is uh, this whole assessment industry and what, and what people are doing there. So what's happening in the marketplace for you now? Well, going back to Apple Silicon Valley. Uh, for a period of time
1: I was exposed to and running some of the research labs there. Most of the research was about user interface design and graphics and how the human brain works and how you get access to technology. But there was a thread, as you would think, about measurement systems. There's a thread looking at, um, you know, is Excel spreadsheets it? Is that the end of the road? Is there no technology beyond that? Have we got to stop in measurement there? We've got accountancy systems and, you know, what are they doing as well? And if you look at accountancy systems, they, they've they started off doing your books on bits of paper, Um, then legacy systems, you know, big guys mostly looking at control and their own operation, Uh, but also starting to use spreadsheets for running accounts. And it's only just recently that we've had, uh, you know, software products like Mind Your Own Business that you can start to push across various industries on that that sort of front. So the,
0: and the, the explosion f- of zero. Like yeah, the explosion like of zero. zero. has come. Yeah. To well, that's to that's
1: the, you know the next phase is, is is cloud based, which really is about interconnectivity. It's yep. about interconnectivity and sharing of data, the ability for individuals to extract what they need at whatever little cost, and then information to be put back up for its value, because you put two pieces of information together and you get you know th- three times the knowledge or you know some such multiple on that sort of front. So we're looking at that, um, and and by the way, I will move from. Uh, uh, this to, to become a, a venture, some American um, uh, uh, venture capitalists so asked me to head up an operation down in this part of the world, so I headed up a venture capital organisation, and we were going through multiple different companies, trying to um, uh, figure out what to invest in, and then how to de-risk them, so that uh, so that we could realise the business plan. It's not about the business plan; that's important. It's about your ability to deliver the business plan mm-hmm. and perhaps scale it and, and get better, and that requires an assessment system going in there and trying to he's going back to my business science days if you like going back to um, Apple and, and, and spreadsheets and you know is that what we, the tool we've got to use there's a very clever guy when I was being this venture capitalist we did um, things that you may, may know about actually one of the front runners of Zero, we invested in that and uh, um, and that was evolved into something else no, that was Solution 6 that's correct yeah. you know Solution yeah. 6 as a, as, a, as a company which is it's anything to MYB. Uh, n- not to not to MYOB they sold to another Australian conglomerate, who, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, which I think has subsequently struggled a bit. So I think yeah. it's kind of yeah. kind of uh, uh, been over- eclipsed, yeah. certainly by uh, by uh, you know zero just recently on that sort of front. But that was the first you know glimmerings, and in the industry looked at that, and then, mm-hmm. then Rod Dury and uh, uh, got hold of that, and um, and so on. So um, that's an interesting story, but it does it does give us a, a pattern to look at the assessment industry because outside of accountancy is the whole industry of of uh, performance improvement d- improving the things that will produce the numbers mm-hmm. uh, you know producing Absolutely. the quality yep. r- the quality of the best practices uh, identifying them identifying how you're doing against them if you like developing action plans tracking monitoring making sure that you continuously improve the organization whole industry of different types and shapes mm-hmm. um, but if you look at that industry it's actually very early stage um, digital at best it's it, in, and it's an analogous to to the accountancy industry mm-hmm. in the sense you do have people running around with spreadsheets, t- doing ticking boxes or, 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 uh, or, or bits of paper or templates. Um, ISO uh, is up until recently just has been selling you know PDFs, yeah. selling bits of paper, and, and that sort of thing, which you can't interconnect knowledge or gather it up in, 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 in that um, in that area. Um, so it's it's it, and it became very interesting. Uh, so so being a venture capitalist trying to assess companies, I discovered this company and started to use it. It was a very clever um, entrepreneur who. Um, who, um, who was who' was working in the small business um, excellence space as a consultant if you like and he automated what he was doing automated the whole process of asking the right questions doing a diagnostic converting that to a, to a, um, a profile or a visual of what to, f- mm-hmm. to focus on and uh, and how to follow through on um, on, on that um, to, to develop plans of action um, etc um, so you know very clever guy done that so, so I started using it and used it for a number of years before I said Hey, this is too good. This is too big. So, became the investor and um, eventually um, the, the owner, and uh, and, um, and and now it's lowest paid salesman, I suppose. But um, so, that he, so th- 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 then I started looking at this industry and saying, hey, I've got to partner with somebody, and I've got to really find partners that um, do understand are going to be the early adopters. Of. You can't take any of these industries, these big industries, when you change by hitting them straight in the middle. They're too big. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out who the early adopters are. Are, who the people that are going to be the change agents? Who are the, the jobs uh, of this world? Who's going to actually um, uh, shape this, this site? And that's, seriously, that's why I'm here, because you guys have got it. You actually understand this stuff. Mm-hmm. You understand the whole process of actually um, finding the right businesses, talking to them in, in a digital language, if the... <coughs> where the business wants to go to where the management want to take it and it may be you may be disappointed that they aren't aligned because yep. that's often the case yeah you know, and, and that's the Absolutely. art of trying to sift yep. yourself through that because you could be passionate I've encountered it I've actually got Arrows in my back from doing that, understanding the vision of where they're going, and you find that your boss doesn't get it. They're into survival or something else, yeah, you know, on, yeah. that, on that sort of, that sort of basis. That's I think the thing that. The thing that I was not well trained at coming out of university and so on, I was well trained technically how to how to manage my job and manage downwards. Mm-hmm. I wasn't technically well ch- trained for a period of time to you know to, to manage upwards. Yes. Now okay. some people are brilliant at managing upwards and yeah. they bloody awful at down. And we know those people in organisations. You know they they get the promotions but they're incompetent. and Everybody else knows. They eventually end up as a casualty because they get mm-hmm. they get found out and, and and all that sort of stuff. But but understanding and that comes from you know how to deliver real value. To, um, uh, to, to, to the business, to its brand values, or its uh, um, its uh, long-term sustainable equity, or or. or, or, or your your bosses and that sort of thing, and then then uh, then then deliver it. A number of other things, which always like if you say you're going to do something, bloody well do it. Follow yep. through. Make sure that that's yep. that's actually be build trust. You know from yep.
0: from doing those yep. those yep. kinds of kinds do, of things. Do yeah. Demonstrate through behaviour and activity. Activity. Yeah. Don't Quite. just talk it. Just get in and do, yeah, it. do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So and try and develop
1: a passion for what you're doing. If you, if you know that's sometimes difficult, but uh, you know if you can
0: align yourself in that in that sort of space, it's mm-hmm. so much. Easier Easier and it, it 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 glows in you as well. Yeah. yeah, Terrific. Yeah, one of the things we talk about here at Best Practice every day, you know, it's about having a dashboard, it's about having the numbers, and it's just about working towards those numbers. numbers. From a manage up perspective, if the dashboard or what you're being asked to do is not right, um, ask yourself the question is it right for the business, but it's not right for you? And if that's the case, just leave. There's plenty of work out there. Go get a job somewhere else. Yeah. Somewhere somewhere where it is, you're excited to get out of bed for it every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you and you and you do love what you're doing. I think I think if we
1: pull this some you know some of these things down to a to Cool. It really is important to measure things and manage them that way. Absolutely. Not, not only but you actually need to know, you, you know the success of a business is knowing where you want to end up, but actually knowing where you are is, is another part because yeah. and, and, and then being able to monitor and manage and, 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 and get yourself through to the um, uh, yeah. to, to the end stage and we've got the tools to do that uh, yeah. these days. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, okay, let's get some value from these guys. What question have you got? We've got this huge audience. We've got tons of people out there. Uh, I want them to go and have a look at your website. Q- lbs.com, um, and, and have a look at some of the, the little tests there. We've got some. There's some great little um, little uh, uh, examples that you can purchase. There's a report there that you can download. You can have a look at. It's a sample report. There's a couple of little tests you can you can demo those systems for um, for um, a couple of bucks. You can you can throw that in. You can do that on PayPal. It's absolutely fantastic. But for you, so to thank you for everything that you've done for us today and you've done for this great audience, what's your question to them? We're going to monitor the comments. I want you guys to respond. Uh, that's part of the obligation Um, so uh, if you could help us out please and a question for you of our audience we've got about 55,000 people out there that watch this stuff and view this stuff on Facebook on Instagram on LinkedIn we're going to put this video out there and we're going to show them what you've got your question to them and we're going to get them to respond and give something back what is it that you want to know from this amazing marketplace Well. Be selfish. Be selfish. Well, Absolutely. Now,
1: I'd I'd like I'd like to know. I'd actually like to know, and this is going to require a little bit of setup, right? Absolutely. Yep. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see whether I could get best practice to to put up on their website a business fitness module that I would like the audience there to go through and actually look at it. It'll be a a next practice business fitness model and I'd like them to go through that. And I'd like to seriously look at it and assess their own business against what we think are the fundamentals of a business. Now, this is designed for the fundamentals of the business. It does give you a profile and a benchmark as well as some advice um, on, on that automatically. It's, a, it's a, called a virtual business advisor. Well, mm-hmm. Take it seriously. And then I'd like to see um, uh, your comments as to whether those questions are relevant, right for you, whether, in fact, that exercise um, was actually going to work. We, we'll be able to pick that up but we'd, we'd like to get your comments back coming back to us to do that so are you in for putting Absolutely. something like that we'll up on that. your,
0: we'll your website so that make it really Absolutely. interactive, we'll give you something of value get something of terrific value back Absolutely. so what we're asking you guys for, we will put a link in the comments on this video, we will host it somewhere, we'll find a spot for it, whether it's on our website, whether it's, uh, whether it's it'll be some unique place on the internet so you're going to get a free health check on the organisation that you work for so you're not the owner of the business, you work in the business this is a free health check around your sustainability of your business your business health in terms of what's happening there you can start to look and identify your next next practices Uh, so we'll we'll throw that link and so what we want is we want two things you do the health check you find out how you're going with your business your opportunities to keep improving every day and then what we're going to look for is some feedback so if you can give Keith some feedback on that health assessment did it add some value for you did it did you like it and more importantly share it around we need to share 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 so that lots and lots of people get this so if you watch this we need to share that with as many of your friends as possible so they do that health check so you guys are going to participate in this best practice this unique you hit it heard it here first best practice study which will be global because we've got a global audience so it's going to be a link there for you guys to click on do that survey that would be fantastic so that's what we're asking from you guys you probably won't do it so give you the opportunity to have a look look for that link okay so any parting comments any final what about me what about some tips of advice for me Thank you. Keep going,
1: mate. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, no, you've got it. You've got a, You've got a great vision for your, yep. your business. I think yep. you know. I think um, it's moving in a very nice direction. The, there's an industry out there. You're one of the front runners and and, yep. and setters of that. Uh, get the fuel, the stimulus. Listen to your customers and clients, and and uh, and, and, and keep keep going. Perfect. Yeah. Okay.
0: Thank you, mate. Thanks for stopping by. This has been Talking Business, Episode Two on Best Practice TV We will see you soon next time.